Hello and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is Jen, and I am here with my friend and co-host, T. This week, we will be discussing family expectations. As we grow older, we gain more responsibility, and that comes with a whole lot of expectations from others and ourselves. During family gatherings, it tends to be the worst. So it's time to talk about this. Now, into the podcast. Welcome back, Jen. How's it going? going going good (laughs) yeah just continuing to live my life wake up in bed walk to my desk sit down do work walk back to my bed sleep (laughs) sounds like the uh 2020 life i'm i'm cozied up with my um christmas candle it's snowy outside and um i'm ready to talk about some family expectations (laughs) oh that oh I'm pretty happy I don't have to deal with this year, probably, for the most part, (laughs) because we're not really doing anything for the holidays. But in a normal year, you would go to a holiday event, and me especially, because I have a a larger family with lots of cousins and aunts and uncles, (laughs) Um, you know, going to those events and like dreading it because you just know all of the questions that are just loaded up in all of their minds (laughs) um and I man I I always have major anxiety before family events no matter how much I want to actually see all of the family members (laughs) just like trying to catch up with you but it means that it's like oh I don't want to answer all these questions about what I'm doing with my life (laughs) Right, like, they they really have, like, good intentions. Like, they're like, well, I haven't talked to you in a while. You're like, okay, that's, yeah, I understand that. But also, you're stressing me out. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to talk about what my next steps are because I'm living right now. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I'm trying to reach those goals, but I haven't reached them yet. And you're just reminding me <laughs> that I haven't gotten there. Right. Yeah, like, um... I was um, chatting with um, another friend about about this a little bit yesterday, and um, we were just talking about how, uh, <laughs> like, like in okay, so like, this starts back in like high school, right? Like, so you start mm-hmm. thinking about what am I going to do after high school, and she's been helping out um, in like kind of like a youth group sort of thing, and so um, <laughs> one of her like high schoolers that she's been working with posted something that was like um whenever you're down like look at how happy you're um or how proud like five years ago you would be of you now and I'm like okay that works when you're like a teenager because like good (laughs) teenager growth (laughs) you know but like in your 20s you just like have this like expectation of yourself and what you're going to do by x age um like this timeline uh, uh, that like everyone imagines for themselves um, and for others is um, can be really incriminating. I'm thinking like five years ago, me would have expected that I would have moved out by now. And yes, so if I saw exactly. that, if I saw that I was still living at home, I think I'd be really sad actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, um, <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty upsetting that, you would you know 
like yeah like 21 year old me would be like man like i thought you would have probably like been getting married at least by now or at least engaged um and have your own apartment have lived with roommates and, and you know um maybe even be in a master's program but like those those timelines as you get older you adjust to them um if you haven't met them you know so like like now my expectations of myself as a 26 year old <laughs> like or really they were my like 24, 25 year old goals are now more my 20, my 30, 31 year old goals. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's just kind of interesting how you have to push them forward. But yeah, that's one thing that I've really learned as I've progressed. I'm still in my very early twenties at 22. So I still got a long way to go, but something that I've learned more since being in my 20s is that the timeline that everybody thinks a 20 year old should ha have is just not realistic yeah it, it doesn't always work that way and you have to accept that that is the case and maybe you're gonna have to push some things down the line especially these days with the whole pandemic situation that is really yeah. pushing a lot of people's goals even further away right right yeah yeah that's like i think why it was really tough in the beginning was the morning of like what was going to be what, what what were your accomplishments going to be this year you just you never know um but it doesn't matter because <laughs> you know you can't change it so um mm -hmm. I mean I look back at this year I graduated college this year you know I thought that I would mm -hmm. be doing so much with my life right now and it's not that I'm not doing anything you know I do have a job in my field and I'm working but it's like I'm still living at home. I never got to do a graduation ceremony, you know, all those things. It's like that make me sad. But then again, we did like, one for I'm... you in AC. <laughs> That's true. We did do one in Animal Crossing, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> but but yeah, it's not it's not the same. But you yeah, know, it's not. But it's okay. I'm moving on. I'll get to where I want to be in life. It's just going to take longer. But like I remember yeah. being back in high school and like the these topics tend to circle around four major things in life. You get questions about college, your job, marriage, and kids. Those four things in that order are generally what you get questions yeah. about. Yeah, definitely. I've only really reached the first two. <laughs> I've gotten college and job questions because I haven't been in a serious relationship. But I right. remember being in high school and having my going to the, my grandparents' nursing home. And bless them, I love my grandparents, but they had forgetful memories. Yeah. So every time I would go and talk to them, they would be like, where are you going to college? Even though just the last time I told them that I haven't made a decision and I will tell them when I make one. <laughs> so yeah. it was just every single time was a repeat of the same expectations and me being like, I'm not ready to tell you yet. I mean, if they forgot that often, you could have told them a different college every time. See, but the thing was, I was always worried they would remember sometime and then, <laughs> and then call me out on it later. You could be like, actually, I changed my decision. <laughs> yeah, That's but I just it. decided to tell them, tell them the truth and be like, I'm yeah. not ready to tell you yet. And it was just, and they would forget how old I was too. So they'd start asking me when I was like 15. Uh huh. And I'd be like, okay, guys, I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm not going to know yet. <laughs> like yeah and then once yeah. i got into college it was when are you graduating college it's like i just started guys oh my gosh yeah 
yeah no uh, yeah so yeah i i had a really hard time deciding where i was going to go to for college because i was trying to get recruited for volleyball um and so that was like a whole nother layer of complication to the whole thing um and so i didn't realize that i should have started that whole process when i was a sophomore um and my coaches were not helping me like they should have and so like it was basically just me and my mom and we like paid some per- person with the NCAA to like help recruit but in the end um you know it just like we couldn't find a school or i i think i wasn't daring enough to ap- be applying for some- certain schools and asking people from you know like fancy universities to be seeing me um when I was playing and so I ended up like not getting anybody to um you know be able to pay me scholarship money to go to their school (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so that was like really hard for me to give up that dream but in the end I'm really glad that I decided to go to community college for my first few years and then transferred to a, a larger university later um because I think it really was the stepping stones that I needed from my public high school, um, which it wasn't a bad high school experience. Like, I think I did learn a decent amount, but I was pretty far behind in a lot of skills. And I kind of needed that, like, baby step into what does it mean to be in college um, before I went to the university. So, I mean, I cried a lot about that decision <laughs> and hearing people ask me that constantly was just absolutely anxiety inducing um you know and then you get into college and they're just like hey when are you graduating when are you done when are you mm-hmm. gonna and it's just like can i not enjoy this moment right now yeah why do i have to constantly be planning for something like i didn't have a recruiting experience because i don't sports i'm bad at sports <laughs> no um, sportsing But I did have an issue where I was really torn between going to school for a technical field, specifically video game design. I wanted to go to school for video game design, which I didn't end up doing. But I wanted to do that. And on the other hand, I wanted to go for history. And those are two very different types of schools that you apply for. And so I got into technical schools and I got into liberal arts schools. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, so like for that whole senior year I was just stuck between two different directions in life and I ended up picking a school that was somewhat in the middle that I could do both but I agonized over it because I knew that if I didn't pick a technical school then the odds of me being a really technical person and getting like a really good job after college were very were much lowered and I knew that would be a big decision in my life and so I really agonized over it and then everybody asking me just made it worse yeah yeah like it just it's not helpful you know like it's like I understand you're curious and you want to know everything about what's going on with me but you know when I can't figure out what college to go to or I um you know I'm applying to jobs but not really getting lots of bites (laughs) or you know not not getting anything to come to fruition um or like maybe you're having relationship issues and people are poking at that and it just hurts you know like it's just or maybe you can't have kids like when they start asking about kids and you're having fertility issues or you've had miscarriages like like these are just things that people aren't thinking when they're asking these questions and they're they're 
it's kind of it, it's inconsiderate without them trying to be inconsiderate right like they mean well but it's just not helpful to a lot of people um especially if you're not close enough for them to really share those intimate details yeah it's difficult because you don't want to deal with telling them no because you're right they do care they they care about you and they want to know what's going on in your life but sometimes when they ask questions they inadvertently cause you stress And so typically it's just better for them to not ask and have you tell them what's going on. If they ask you a basic question of like, hey, what's going on in your life? That is not so bad to answer. It's when they get into specifics that is annoying. I can't remember the name of the audio book, but it was um, back in college. I was listening to this audio book that was like um, how to be better at talking to strangers or something like that. Like. And one of the concepts that she was talking about was, um, like, nobody, many people do not want to talk about their work when you're at a party, right? Like, that's, they're partying. They're not trying to talk about work. (laughs) Um, And so, like, if you, instead of being like, what do you do for work? Like, you know, maybe the coroner doesn't want to say what they do for work (laughs) or the cop or, you know. Um, And so the better question to ask is really like, what's interesting you these days? Or like, what, um, you know, like, I mean, what, what have you been up to is, is, is an okay question, I guess. Um, But sometimes, sometimes what are you up to feels a little loaded also, (laughs) you know, like it feels like they're getting ready to ask some of these hard hitting questions. (laughs) I don't know if you feel that, but... (laughs) I don't know. I, I'm pretty good at avoiding telling people things that I don't want them to know. But I can see how what are you up to might feel a little bit like, oh, I need to come up with something impressive to tell them what I'm up to. Right. Yeah. Like, like, well, I've been sitting around with my dog and doing job apps. Fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't have I don't have a large family. But one thing that I do have is I have these family friends that I see every year in the summer. Not this summer, because stuff but um most summers i see them and to that to me they're like my extended family we catch up for a week every year and they always ask me things like what are you doing what like what internships are you doing and the worst is they always offer to help and like i appreciate that they want to help me but it always makes me feel a little bit like like i don't i don't want to need your help you know it's not that i I don't appreciate them wanting to help me but yeah. I don't want them to have to help me for me to succeed. Right. Yeah. Like there's, there's something I, I have a big chip on my shoulder about like wanting to do things myself and my way because I'm the baby, the only girl, like the, you know, main, like the only college <laughs> graduate, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. it's just all of those things kind of add up to me wanting to be like misindependent and, um, it ends up being making it harder for me to have calm conversations with especially the older people in my um family um because i just like i'm like i don't want your help or like i'm not telling you this because i want advice you know and i think i understand why like you um you know why people want to give advice but the thing is that it's just 
not usually why people are telling you a story about their life <laughs> like they're like unless somebody says what do you think then like just assume they're not asking for advice you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that's hard for everybody like I you know I have to really think about it sometimes because I just want to help everybody but not everybody wants help <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah I find that that's a that's a common problem. Um, it's mostly I've noticed a guy problem. Not that there are just because women tend to be more empathetic, um, in the way that they were raised and they notice people's emotions more. And I just noticed that sometimes when I come to guys about my problems, they're just like, "Oh well, have you tried X, Y, Z?" And it's yeah. like I'm not coming to you for you to tell me how you would solve my problem. I want you to listen to me complain <laughs> and yeah, offer support. I- yeah, that's that's really challenging for a lot of men. Um, and so, like, I have started to preface things to the men in my life <laughs> with, I just need to gripe about this for a second. I don't need you to fix it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe tomorrow I'll ask you to fix it, but <laughs> not today. <laughs> not right now. I'm yeah. not looking for you for your advice right now. I just want you to be there while I complain and listen to me. Right. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, okay. So I, I don't, I, I don't think you've been to a lot of weddings, if I remember correctly. No, I've only been in one, and that was, like, over 10 years ago. Right, and you were, like, little. You were small. Yeah, yeah, I was um, small. I was But, yeah, like, at this age, if you go to a wedding, people will ask, so, you're next, huh? Like, or something <sighs> like that, and you're like, can you not? Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, I get such a serious I get such a serious face on when people ask me that I'm just like uh actually I'm focusing on my career right now <laughs> like, you know like actually I want to you know do research and <laughs> like be an academic imagine imagine that a woman doesn't want to like jump into this stuff like right now <laughs> like you know like it it's a conveyor belt honestly and my my dad and i talk about this all the time that like once you're like 17 18 everyone puts you on this conveyor belt and they're like yes you will um receive all of these things at the same time and the issue with that is we're all individuals we all experience different things at different times and you know have different priorities and and interests um and you know like the cookie cutter mentality just does not work because humans are not cookie cutter (laughs) we're not gingerbread men (laughs) like made out of your cookie cutters so you know i just yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably make a gingerbread house soon. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna recreate my my Animal Crossing house. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really frustrating. Um, And I, and, and okay, here's another one of my issues with this is I don't know if it's a generational thing or not. And I don't say that to be, like, some sort of, um, you know, like, boomer hater or, like, 
you know, it it's our generation versus your generation because I honestly don't really love that too much. Um, but I, I do wonder if because of the way that many boomers were brought up, if possibly, um, it might be a product of, um, you know, just how the fifties were, um, like an idea of everybody has to be perfect and, you know, like clean cut at dinner time and, you know, all of these things. And I don't know, like, it's just so interesting to me how they rebelled against it, but then are now flipping it on to millennials and, and Gen, Gen Z um, in general. Like, obviously, like, not everybody's the same. <laughs> Caveat there. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's just, it's just really interesting to me to see each generation grow up and, like, how they change their their direction as far as what they believe life like is meant to be always been interesting to me not to make this too much into a generational um discussion um but the boomers are particularly interesting and in that they went through this whole 60s and 70s and had a lot of fun and then the 80s they stopped having fun <laughs> um yeah and then they like went down like generations younger people tend to be more radical than older people and then yes. as you age you get less and less radical and that's just that's normal that's typical so yeah it's settling down yeah it's taking your big youthful dreams and pulling them back to reality a little bit which even now i experience as i'm a millennial gen z cusp baby i don't really know where i belong yeah but i notice it already in myself and that i have become more of a realist as i've gotten older than I was when I was a teenager. And that that that's normal, I think, to experience. Yeah, I think it's really um part of it is your brain like finishing being developed. Um as someone who now has a fully developed brain. Ha. Huh. Um that was like such a nerd out moment when I turned 26 and I was like, oh, my brain is officially developing. <laughs> 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 But yeah, uh, I think that's definitely why you experience so much growth in the first part of your 20s. Um, you know, even just from really from birth until like 25, I feel like there's a lot of changing that goes on. Mm -hmm. um, and it's on so many different levels in your brain and your body. But that's another thing. But, like, your brain just changes so much. And the, the way that it, like, processes um, abstract thought and all of that, I think, really plays a big part into how you um, process those, like, like, those kinds of abstract concepts of, like, realism and what is actually possible right now. You know what I mean? Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. That's, like, really, like, layman's terms of, like, <laughs> basic level. But, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've heard a lot of people talking about boundaries specifically um, over the last couple years. Um, boundary talk has been a really, really big 
conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know how much you've heard people talking about boundaries, but to me, it seems like every time I turn around, I hear another YouTuber talking about, I had to set more boundaries with this family member or with, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've definitely heard that a lot, where it's just the idea of, um, I don't need to share everything with everybody or interact with everybody the same way. And just because I'm forced to interact with a person doesn't mean that I have to be extremely friendly with that person. Yeah, or even just like, just because they're your family member doesn't mean you owe them an explanation of everything you're doing in your life, you know, which I think is really hard, especially when it comes to parents and grandparents, like, people who raised us like you kind of feel like you owe them something um and I don't know like it's hard because you know you love them regardless of you know any nuances and and issues you may have but there are circumstances where like you know maybe I don't need to talk about my relationships with my mom or like, (laughs) like that's not everyone's case. Of course, it's just an example, but you know, like there's just certain conversations that as you grow older, you learn that you don't need to talk about with certain people. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's hard because you love them and you want to explain to them what's going on. (laughs) But I don't know. It's it's really challenging, um, the boundaries piece of, of this all. Mm-hmm. And it's also hard not to let the opinions of your family influence your decisions in a way that doesn't make you happy necessarily. Like when I was yeah. in college, um, I initially went into university thinking that I would study political science and or history. That was my plan. So I decided against the tech schools, I went to my university and was like, I'm going to do this. And then my parents were like, why don't you take a computer science class? Just take one. You liked it in high school. You don't have to continue on with it. Just take one. So I was like, fine. So in the spring semester of my first year, I took a computer science class and I did pretty well. My parents were like, well, why don't you double major in computer science? And I was like, I don't know if I really want to. Um, like if I do that, it's going to be basically my entire college career is going to be my major, which was American studies, I decided, which is sort of history, sort of political science. It's complicated. Um, but I chose American studies. And if I did a double major with computer science, that would be my entire college career. I would have time for nothing else. Um, but my parents were like, do that. You know, it's a good investment in your job. And I was like, fine. So I did both the double majors. And it's not necessarily that I regret that, but I do regret having my parents have so much power over what I decided to do in school. I was like, I should have stood up for more of what I wanted to do. And I mean, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing because I have a job with coding right now and I do enjoy it relatively. Like I, I, I am good at it. It's fun, but I'm just not sure if I made the right decision with letting my parents have so much influence over that. Yeah, I get that. I think, Yeah, I had, I guess, kind of a similar experience. Um, Like, people, I don't know. So, I went first into school as, like, yeah, I love art. I want to, I want to be an art manager. (laughs) Um, So, I was, like, learning art history and stuff. And and then I was, like, no, I think I want to be the artist. I don't know. 
and and I was really like telling myself what I wanted to do but every once in a while my I would allow my brother to kind of talk me into trying something like web development or um you know just something like a little bit more practical for today's world <laughs> and like a little bit less of a dream career you know mm-hmm. and I was just like eh. and I always felt like it was kind of like throwing me off track like and distracting me but I mean in the end I guess like I learned I learned what I didn't like um what I didn't want to do and that's sometimes just as valuable as learning what you do want to do. <laughs> um, but want, yeah. I don't want what I said to come off bad against my parents. Cause I do think that they no, had yeah, my yeah, best yeah. interest in mind, you know, like I was good at coding. I'm so yes. good at it. Um, and it's a um, reliable career path. Like it was probably a good choice in the long run. Yes. Yeah. But I, think- I think back to it and I'm like, okay, did I let them influence me? so much and not really listen to what my heart was telling me to do but also was that a good thing because my heart was telling me to do something that would have been much harder to get a career with yeah (laughs) I don't know I yeah I mean from what it sounds like I think that you made a really good decision and I think like you're lucky because your your parents have like a good idea of like what the real world is like a little bit more (laughs) um than like, I feel like, like, you know, I love my parents. Like, I'm not throwing shade at them. I'm not being ungrateful for anything that they've given me. But, like, you know, they they didn't go to college. Um, and so they didn't really know that life and, like, what good college moves are. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it is challenging to 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 be able to segment other people's opinions from your own. Um cuz like I've had so many people tell me um that oh, you like art and you like psychology. You should be an art therapist and I'm like dude, I don't you know, I don't think that that's like what I'm trying to do (laughs) like I'm not trying to marry (laughs) them together (laughs) you know I um I like art and I like psychology I don't they don't need to be together as as one thing you know I get that a lot actually with my two majors of American studies and computer science people are like oh what do you want to do to use both of those and I'm like I don't really need to use both of them (laughs) in the one thing I can just use one (laughs) it's not like I don't need to use them both (laughs) Yeah, like it, yeah, people would be like, "Oh, art, good luck." I actually had people say, "Oh, good luck with that," <laughs> like in like a really like incriminating tone. I'm like, "Excuse you, <laughs> thank you." <laughs> but um, yeah, and then and then like when I my dream was that I was going to become like some like trailblazer in the in the education world and was gonna like turn public schooling upside down and and do like education reform and all of this like I would tell people that oh yeah I want to go in education policy and they'd be like oh man someone has to do that and I'm like thanks for the great response (laughs) (laughs) like and every time that happened I would just be like well first I'd be like well screw you (laughs) 
and then the second I'd be like wait but are they right and so then it's just like putting that doubt in your head and you're like should I not be doing this I don't know I'm already pretty far into it but um I don't know in the end I, I think that you know I made decisions that were right for me in the moment and um you know currently um it's set, it's setting me up to make different choices than maybe I would have if I went another road but like I don't think there's anything wrong with that like I think that more Americans need to be okay with just like um or people in general I'm not really sure about other places but like <laughs> like more people need to be okay with um just letting the waves come to them and dealing with them as they come you know totally agree with that trying not to set too many expectations for yourself or taking too many expectations from family and putting that pressure on yourself because you don't have to yeah i yeah i don't know i just um i just don't like having people put expectations on each other like it's really it's really not fair i mean it's it's natural human you know way (laughs) but it's Mm. just um I think that we can work to be better um totally so I mean I guess I guess that goes into just like putting on your armor when you go into these situations (laughs) where you're going to have (laughs) um you know people giving those expectations on you um and part of that is just knowing your canned story um that's like a, a thing my dad has told me many times because he was like a late married bachelor and so he dealt with these questions a lot um and so he's like you need to know your story for all of these issues so um any of them that apply college job marriage kids have a canned answer for all of them and just memorize it it's your elevator pitch there you go, you know, so you can just memorize it, throw it at people and leave, <laughs> you know, or move on to another conversation. Um, like that idea. Just have a yeah. prepared answer. <laughs> yep. Just have a prepared answer. Um, and then they can. Yeah, it's just like an interview, I guess <laughs> you can kind of think of it as. I don't want to pull back to interviews. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. It's my life. No, no. <laughs> All right. With that, I think now is a good time to move on to our silver lining section this week. So, T, what is making you happy right now? I am so excited because in Animal Crossing, the love of my life, um, game-wise, blankets of snow have covered everything. And it's beautiful, and we can make snowmen, well, snow boys, and... Um, I threw a birthday party for mine. <laughs> he, <had little laughs> he he asked for no candles, but I said I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was you just put fun candles next to a snowman. He's fine. Um, I haven't checked. I'll check on him later today. I don't know. <laughs> but it actually snowed in real life here the same day, and so it was like I love when the weather just like matches up like that. <laughs> Yes, I do too. That's so great. I'm also very excited about Snow and Animal Crossing. It just changes the whole vibe of the place. 
and we're going to be getting um, some toy day slash Christmas decorations very soon. So I'm yes. happy about that. Um, I am very happy this week about finally we put up our Christmas tree and add Christmas lights to it. Woo-hoo. So we're getting there. <laughs> My family takes a really long time to decorate. In fact, we're probably going to be decorating a little bit today. But I just I love getting the lights on the tree because it adds a, such a wonderful glow to the room when they're on and the rest of the lights are off. It's one of my favorite things about the season. It's so whimsical. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so great. So thanks for listening to this week's episode. Our next episode will be premiering on January 5th instead of our usual two-week schedule to give us some time off for the holidays, which we both really need. Um, Please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself, too. Have a wonderful holiday season, whatever you celebrate. And remember, growing up is overrated.